Attention listeners, learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. You know we'll never be 100% perfect, though you can chase it. Every piece of knowledge you add to your tool belt just makes you a more rounded person. Jamie is going to be raining value every single episode, along with the amazing guests that he has on the show. They'll be from all walks of life, from all different industries, all sharing their amazing and individual unique stories. Everyone has a story. Everyone has learnings from their experiences, and we want to share that with you. As Jamie loves to say, let's go get it. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Learn, grow, do, repeat. Next episode, I'm your host, Jamie Tatino. Hope you are well today. Pumped for today's guest. Very pumped. We've been friends now for what? Four Four oh, and man. a bit, yeah, maybe, yeah. Four and that. five, six years, man. Well, Back in the bodybuilding days, me, uh, yeah, definitely five. Man, that's a long time ago since you put those trunks on. So yeah, I reckon it was about five years ago. Yeah, 2012, twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, okay, five, was, five years, yeah, six years. Yeah, definitely. So as you mentioned, bodybuilder. That's when we met. Uh, definitely of recent time. You know, one thing I love though, that this guy here, like, he's not just a bodybuilder, not just a powerlifter, not just a crossfitter. I, this is my opinion, like from what I see. I think like he's, this guy is the epitome of just like being life strong, like strong in all aspects. If you can just push it, he'll push it. If he needs to pull it, he'll pull it. If he needs to run, he'll run. He can just do. He's not just like one uh, field, one industry, not one niche, so to say. Uh, but he's working with a lot of young guys as well, helping them to do the exact same thing, uh, bust through those uh, limiting beliefs and those myths that you hear about the, the body and what, what it's capable of. Um, none other than Mr. Alex Tatterson. Wow, man. Jeez. Thank crowd you so goes much. wild. <laughs> yeah. Massive crowd goes wild. No, nah, thank you, man. Well, impressive uh, introduction, man. I yeah. appreciate well that. Well deserved. Appreciate that, Well dude. deserved. Like I said, I, I honestly believe that it's not just like one like field that you're, you're like, I don't just do bodybuilding. You're like, more like, okay, cool, I want to get like strong. Yeah, well, I think, I think it's probably been recently I've realized that that is my life's work. I, I used to, I used to kind of buy into the, the title of it, or buy into the archetype of, okay, I train like this, so I have to be the bodybuilder guy and everything that surrounds the lifestyle, you know, the identity. I think we often get the meal prep, right? Yeah. <laughs> or when I started doing the powerlifting, I became the powerlifting identity guy that needed to fucking carry on luggage to go to the gym because he brings his belt, <laughs> his three pairs of shoes, and you know, um, a little roll bag. Yeah, and I see a lot of our young guys sometimes, and myself included, every day I have trouble slipping into identities and archetypes as opposed to just doing the stuff that's aligned with my values and who I want to be. So now it's not so much about doing the one thing, but um, the reason why I've done a lot of that crazy stuff is because um, I love it, man. I love just seeing what my body can do next um, what's the yeah. next crazy thing I can do with my body <laughs> how far can you push it's it gonna, it's gonna yeah how far can you push yeah. it man yeah. Yeah. can you create yeah. a new ceiling can you break through the old ceiling can yeah. you create a new one and then um, I just found that every time I do that it gives me something in return which I love more than anything mm-hmm. it gives me new belief it gives me new confidence it gives me um, like you said a new ceiling so yeah. that's why I'm, yeah. I'm constantly doing that man love I love it, it. love it alright we're gonna start with some rapid fire so I've got about 10 questions just one word answer yeah, or, you know, whatever it takes. Oh, I love it, man. Favorite song right now? Um, can't stop Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right now, your favorite favorite song right now? Oldie Goody Goody. Yeah, okay, loves it. Uh, favorite song to get you pumped up? Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's a slap. Favorite song when you were eighteen? 
Probably some Blink-182 <laughs> shit, man. Probably some Blink-182 shit. Nah, i got to say, my favourite song when I was 18, because I got this tattooed on me when I was 18. Oh, wow. It's called Time Is Running Out. The song by Muse, Time Is Running Out. I got it tattooed on me, so... I was, I was, gonna, I was obsessed, man. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. And with the, the reason I ask that is because I always try to think of, like, what are the songs I was listening to when I first started driving? Yeah. Like when I was a cool cat, and your okay. car, you know, people played up. Like, what yeah. was the music I was listening to? I'm like, well, that's when 18 minutes I started driving. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Favourite movie? Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, tough. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, one thing that you hate or dislike, can't say coriander. It doesn't have to be a food. You it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, but because everyone says, oh, I hate coriander. But the, the thing I hate more than anything Or is, dislike. Um, lies. Lies, okay. Got it. Love it. Um, funniest or craziest thing you've done? <laughs> the funniest thing that I've ever done actually involves you. Okay. I do this exercise called, and then I know this is rapid fire, one or two word answers. That's okay. No, no, that's good. But if I'm just going to just go on a little tangent here. I do this exercise called emotional flooding. So whenever I feel down, depressed, whenever I feel like I need to pick me up, it's emotional flooding where you've got to think of things you're grateful for. You think of things that you're proud of, that you've achieved, and you just flood all these positive emotions. So it's literally impossible to feel that depressed, stressed feeling, whatever it is, yeah, the reason why you sure. do it. Yeah. And it says to you, he goes, think of, a, think of a funny moment where like milk came out of your nose and you just laughed so hard and there's one that rings true just in the front of my memory it beats all the other ones and it's that time you and I we were at like the scary canary <coughs> not the scary canary it was one of those clubs in Sydney when we were in Sydney and like it's getting pretty packed on the day so and we're just having a few drinks or whatever we were actually there for business but we just like went out for a drink this is silent this guy it wasn't I don't know if it was silent disco silent disco like was scary the, canary no, no, no. It was it was the different backpacker joint on the corner. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I know it was you so are. Packed. Outside it was so packed. Yeah. We always talk in football and cricket analogies, man. <laughs> and it's like, you'd bump people here and there or whatever. And are. one time I got bumped and you just came in like a shepherd. Like, we actually played a game of footy and you were just like, not today. Like, no one is going to bump my friend. Like, you, you were doing, and you were so serious. Like, you were shepherding and protecting me in the club. And I just thought, man. Uh-huh. Like, it's probably only really funny for you and me. Yeah, but, yeah. like, oh, dude. That, I, I remember that. I picture you doing that and I crack up him. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll go back to the rapid fire. <laughs> that's, fucking, that's worth it. That's worth it. Definitely funniest shit. I remember that. I honestly remember that now. Now that you bring it up, yeah, I'll just that protect, your memory. Yeah. protect your team. Protect your team. Got to put a block on. Protect your space. The block. That's the block. Was, yeah. <laughs> the block. Oh, I love it. <laughs> there you go. Don't get in Alex's way because he's got, fucking, got, a, got a little uh, yeah. gang around him. <laughs> love it. Um, would you rather read a book or listen to an audio book? Audio book all day. Listen, yeah. Summer or winter? Summer. Tell us some, something that no one knows about you. Something that nobody knows. I'm a pretty open book. Um, something that nobody knows. Uh, I've told people this, but just um, a lot of people don't know that my name was actually Clay Alex Tatterson, not Alex Clay Tatterson, the first day I was born. And then the next day, my parents changed it to Alex Clay. Mr. Clay over here. Could have been a Clayton. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, okay. Um, If you could choose one person in the world to have lunch with and you got a two-hour time limit, who would it be? Anyone, past or present. Wow. One person to have lunch with. I'd probably have to go Robin Sharma. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. There's there's people at the front of my mind now with the stuff that I'm listening to and consuming, like um, 
but just who's been who's been the most prolific over the most amount of years? Um, him, man. That that book, Leader Who Had No Title, oh, is still number one for me. Definitely changed my life. Like I, I almost want yeah. to say David Goggins because I'm just I'm listening. I'm I'm consuming so much yeah. of him right now. But over yeah. the years, man, yeah. uh, Robert Sharma, I'd have yeah. to I'd have to have lunch with him, man. Agreed. I'd love to buy him lunch. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Sharma, t- that's a really good one. I I could probably actually agree on that. I'd probably be like you know what I'd probably do the same. Take Sharma. All right, you can come. I'll just be the waiter. I'll just have seven drinks. What was 10-year-old Alex like? 10-year-old Alex was playing every sport, every day, uh, emulating his older brother, Ryan, just trying to hang out with my older brother and his friends and play the yeah. sports that they were playing. What's the age difference? Uh, he's two years older. Okay. So, yeah. um, and 10-year-old Alex playing a lot of drums. Like, if I wasn't yeah. sleeping or... At school or following around my brother, I was bashing on my drum kit or playing around with the ball. Okay, okay. What was like your, were you like confident, shy, out there, a bit more reserved? Like what sort of... I, I was, um, was kind of like, the, my mum would always say, like, I'm the daredevil or um, I'm not afraid to try anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just tried anything and everything. Um, yeah, just just all of it musical instruments and sport was really my life back yeah, then yeah. as a 10 as year old yeah. man <laughs> what was your favourite sport uh, football was always number one but then you know yeah. what it's like man as soon as winter's over you want to be a professional yeah. cricket player <laughs> at that age on the back, you're in. You, you play both totally. right yeah. you're, you're going to play test cricket yeah. for Australia in the summer and then you're going to captain <laughs> in the winter exactly right. Exactly yeah, right. and be the Prime Minister <laughs> <laughs> and play tennis at the Australian Open <laughs> and represent the country yeah. love it um, alright cool what's What's the one trait or quality in people, like to say out of your top five friends that you have, is there one consistent trait, one consistent quality that they all have and like that's most important to you, like that gravitates to you? Or is there something you look for in people? Honesty. Honesty? That, what I look for is honesty, but if what I see in the people that I hang around is ambition, that's the mm. trait. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm gravitating to and I'm, attracted to high energy individuals with a ton of ambition like stupid ambition yeah. that other people would be like you guys are fucking idiots like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear but um, do I now so go hard <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh, yeah that, that's what I, I if I'm assessing it yeah it's, it's just ambitious people yeah. but if I'm consciously looking for something it's I'm, I'm just looking for people that are going to tell, tell their full truth Correct. and just be completely transparent where there's, there's no mask there's mm. no walls yeah yeah what about the, the ambitious though? Like, what about that is like? Because the people that are ambitious are great, like, but again, some of them do shoot too high. Some can them, be some of, some of them are dreamers that just correct. Like, so, down. whereabouts yeah. is ambition for you, like, in that journey though? For me, the way I define an ambitious person is someone who's actually acting on it. Because you're right, but like, I don't consider you ambitious if you, you think you're ambitious because you're talking about it, but unless I see you doing it, yeah. I'm, not, I'm like, you're, ambitious isn't the word. I would just say that's a dreamer. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess someone that's probably ambitious is someone that's like, okay, cool, I've got the idea, I've got the dream, but I'm actually actioning it now. Yeah, they're still living with I'm delivering and going Correct. and doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to deliver on it. Yeah. yeah, where a dreamer is someone that just says, you know what, I want to change the world and yeah. watch Netflix eight hours a day. <laughs> you know, um, maybe that's part of the plan to change the world. Who knows? Um, all right, cool. So when did you actually get into the gym? So when did you start training? Oh, I started training. Like 11, 12, I was doing push-ups, sit-ups. I was asking my parents for weights and they were like, no, not going to happen. We're not. And when I was, it was either my, 
I was either 13 or 14 where they, they met me halfway and they got me a fitness ball, like a blow up big blue. It was a blue fitness ball. I remember it well. I still got it. Um, and it wasn't weights, but I was happy because I could do like different kind of sit-ups, different kind of push-ups. Yeah, yeah, change it um, up, yeah. And then when I was 14, my brother was 16 playing representative um, football. Yep. So he had a program where they had to lift bricks. And in our church or house, he'd go out to the shed and grab two house bricks. These bricks are fucking heavy, yeah, man. <laughs> Especially for me, I'm 14 years old and um, I would just copy him. You know, I wanted to be my big brother, man. I would copy him. So if he's doing curls with the bricks, man, you better believe I'm doing curls <laughs> with the bricks. Love it. And then from there, Love first it. gym membership was when I was of age, which was um, 14 and nine months or 15 years old. Yeah, I, yeah. I got, like, I'd been waiting for that day for, for years. It was man. always like doing your license. It was oh, like, man, that was it. way more important than yeah, my license. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, give me a membership. You're old enough? Yes. Yeah, today. I, 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 I'm yeah. old enough. As of right now, I am. <laughs> I've had a gym membership every day since, man. I love I'm, it. I'm a nerd, dude. I love that stuff. So, what about so when you started? What was the wide gym? Was it to get big, get lean, get strong, just to like to help with footy? Like, what was the goal at the start when you started training? Why did you want to go to the gym? Why? But why did you want to? Is it because your brother was a bit older and a bit bigger? Like, okay, cool. I want to keep up with him. Or why did you actually like want to do the curls, do the push ups, and the sit ups? Like, where did that come from? It was, it was definitely a football thing. You know, I was living in a small country town where, you know, and as a 15-year-old kid, you know, you think you're going to play AFL football, mm. so you want to do everything you can yeah. to make that dream a reality. But I think pretty quickly I realized that it wasn't about the football or it wasn't about, you know, um, being as big as my brother. For me, it was about control. And I started to realize that if I move my body in a certain way if I put certain type of nutrition in my body I can actually control how I look and feel and still to this day that's like the most fascinating thing to me mm-hmm. like I get to decide exactly how I want to look exactly how fast <laughs> I can run yeah. and now, you know exactly how high I can jump I can I get to decide that if I'm willing to put in the work eat the right food and rest and I was just like to me that was I just unlocked this new world and I was like, this is so fucking cool. I love this stuff. And if you come from that different space where it's not like, oh, I have to go to the gym today. Oh, it becomes like, oh, I don't really want to go because I have to. It's like, if you're going for another reason, like you're going because you need to get fit because your work may need you to travel a lot and you need to be actively fit, then you're not going to the gym because you want to get mustard. Like there's a, there's a vision behind it. It's like, cool, I'm actually going to the gym. Mm. My program is built because I travel, for example, a lot and I need to look, I need, need to be fit, healthy and I need to make sure that I, because I may not be, get the chance to train, yeah. I may not get the chance to always eat. So I need to make sure I'm looking after myself when I can here. If that's your goal, then when you actually go to the gym, there's a different, you train differently. It's like, a, it's not a, it's not a pro, like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like you, you go there oh, and yeah. you, you want to and like it's for you. Well, it's attached to you. Like I think it's, it's attached to a higher purpose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I, mean I, just, I just gained so much confidence from the gym. Mm. Okay. You know, so I, not personal not, confidence, not just confidence like, oh, you know, um, I can lift heavier or I can run further or faster. It was confidence in a way where, you know, I was able to push my body to a place that it's never been before. Now it's like, wow, okay, cool. I didn't think I could do that. I can do that. And it's, that's like a, that's a, that's a confidence boost yeah. for me. And I, I think I kind of got, I am still addicted to that next level mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like you're, you're leveling up 
every time yeah. you go into the gym, it's like, ding, you've reached <laughs> level 12. Yeah, and the next correct. day you want to go back and it's like, you run for that ding. Like, I, yeah. I love that, you yeah. know, just just building on myself. Yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, and uh, what I love about that is like, because I sort of share the same vision of having the control. Because even like now, like I, okay, I do intermittent fasting. So yeah. I eat two meals a day, right? Sometimes two and a half, three. It just depends on what's happening. Yeah. And some people still don't get how I can maintain my physique, my my weight. I don't drop weight. Yeah. But again, we've we've obviously spoken a lot over the last six years about. But we we have both conditioned our body to suit our like that lifestyle, the way we eat. Mm. So I can go and eat like shit, but I won't put on ten kilos. Yeah. You know, or I can eat really healthy and I can drop three kilos in two days. Yeah. Because we know our body. Like, we, we're in, like you said before, control. Like yeah. You can control how you look and feel. So if you need to lean up, bang, I can do it. Yeah. If I want to go and have some fun, cool, I can have some fun because I know within three days I can get it all. Yeah. So like, how do you work on that? Like how do you, like, if someone comes to you now and says, hey, Alex, I just want to have a bit more freedom with my dieting and, and make it more of like a lifestyle as they say. I, I don't even feel like I diet anymore. Mm. I just like, this is what I do every day. This is yeah. how I eat. Like yeah. if someone would come to you and said, hey, you know, I can't be bothered cooking seven meals a day and, you know, doing the oats and then mm. weighing everything. I just yeah. want to have fun, train, you know, put on a little bit of muscle. Yeah. But you know I what? Think, not um, have to meal prep. I guess you. A hundred times a day. I guess you. I think the key is to sit down and, and discuss, like what I would do, I would sit down and discuss with that person their lifestyle. What does their current day look like? What is their lifestyle? What do they like to do for fun? And they'd be like, "What? This is nothing about diet. I just want you, to, Alex. Just tell me the secret foods I have to eat. Yeah. Just tell me the. Um, no, I'm gonna lifestyle. What's what's a day in the life look like for you? And then what are you? What are your values? Like, what is really important to you right now? What is the stuff that you value? And what are your goals for the future? And then from there, we're going to give them some guidelines. Mm. Um, I like to give as loose guidelines as possible." take their goals, take their values, take their current lifestyle, take their current habits, and then start to form what's best for them. So for Jamie Tatino, that's intermittent fasting. For me, it's not. I eat about four meals a day. That that works really well for me. Um, You know, for my friend Aldonio, he's he's vegan and he likes to eat like grazing through the day. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We've all got these different approaches, but it's about... What serves your lifestyle? What serves your values? What serves your goals? Yeah. If you can plug it into those three areas there and control your calories in a way yeah. which is going to give you enough nutrition and either take you closer or further away to your body composition goals, I think you'll create a winning formula that you can stick yeah. to long term rather than what you were saying before as a diet uh, where you might be able to you know, eat clean, eat keto, <laughs> eat paleo for 12 weeks and create an awesome transformation. But the chances of you sticking with that to yeah. create a lifestyle yeah. uh, are slim to none. Yeah, correct. Anybody can lose weight. There's yeah. not there's not a weight loss problem. The world is more obese than it's never been before, but we don't have a weight loss problem. Anybody's, everyone can lose weight, but 96% of people regain the weight. So we've got a weight regain problem. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to plug it into those three areas instead of worrying about what's the quickest yeah. way for me to get there. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, good point, as well said. And I think, again, as, like you said, everyone's going to be somewhat different. So it's super important to know, like, you. And again, again, it comes down to control. Like, we all have control over our own body. Like, the way food I eat might react differently to the food you eat compared to the next person. So it's all about understanding, like, you as a person. How, how will you trial and error? Like, how do you 
get to that set? Like, how would someone understand themselves? How would they understand how their body reacts to carbs, fats, proteins? Obviously, they're going to have to try it. But mm. do you have like a period of time where you say, you know what, I need you to try this diet for, or this food plan for four weeks, two yeah. weeks? Like, what's the. I, I'll get them to eat as they normally are. I okay. just say, do your thing, but build some awareness on it. Keep a diary for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whether some people are old school, they don't do pen and paper. There's yeah. plenty of these um, fitness tracking apps on your phone. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of becoming a slave to these apps, but they are good um, in the short term to get a quick awareness of where you're at. Yeah. Because sometimes we're putting stuff in our mouth and we we can forget about it. Um, so number one, I, I I wouldn't ever hand someone a diet. I've done it in the past. I think that was a mistake of mine as a trainer. I think now that I'm more experienced um, as a coach. I'm able to just more get a bit of awareness of what's currently the patterns um, of that client and they can see what their patterns are um, and then tweaking from there as opposed to giving them a whole new game Mm, plan. I'm very resistant to ever give out actual meal plans and game plans. It's it's just slowly transitioning. So I'm not going to take someone from five meals a day and be like, you're going to do intermittent fasting like Jamie. That might be the end result. A year later, they might be intermittent fasting, but yeah. we're just slowly. Oh, maybe we we're gonna slowly make that transition. Yeah. So we're just we're taking what you've currently got, yeah. building some awareness, so we actually know what it looks like, yeah. and then we're just making tweaks. And that way, there it's gonna create like long term change. Absolutely, it's not like cold turkey. Where it's like okay, cool, five meals, no more, two meals from day. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not like day one on and off. Yeah, it's like you know we're going from five to four and a half. And then we might have some snacks. And then we're going to go from four and a half to four. Yeah. And that may take, you know, six months to do. Yeah. But it's sustained. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, oh my God, this is so good. Like, I just do this every day. That's yeah. how I did it. Again, coming from six, seven meals, there was no way I went from that yeah. to two meals a day. It was the same. Cut back, cut back, cut back. Yeah, man. And now it's, I don't need all that food yeah. you know, that I used to eat because I'm conditioned now. Yeah. That's I me. Like, I like the way you do it there. I, I would do that as well. Um, it's just that I'm training so much at the moment I sort of need to eat a little bit more exactly right yeah um, our training is completely different yeah we're yeah, different levels when, now, yeah. when I'm not doing something crazy like like at the moment it's it's ultra marathon running and you know, still lifting weights yeah, so if, if yeah. I'm not having to consume that many calories in a perfect world for me I'm eating two meals a yeah. day man yeah. I, I like that just because I, I like I'm not a big eater I, yeah. I just like being quite kind of light yeah um, but yeah I, so I, I like I like what you're doing there yeah. and that was going to be my next question so what Put more for the listeners because I know a fair bit. But like, what exercising competitions, gym, like what have you done? Like, I know you've done bodybuilding, powerlifting. Yeah. Like just lay it all out because it's probably even something I don't even know. Like what? Yeah. Okay. What um, is like some of your experience? So, I mean, like I said, growing up earlier, I played all of the sports. Um, literally, I my parents would have to pick me up from my football game on the Saturday morning that would finish at 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m., because you start early, you know what I mean? Like, you're in, yeah. you're in under-14s, under-16s, you're, you're starting at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. So you finish at 10.30, 11, and I would literally have to be the first one to shower, get changed, and get to the car, because then I'd have to drive to my soccer match straight afterwards. Like, I didn't know any kids that played both. It was like, yeah, either chose you're a soccer kid or you're a football kid, or you just didn't play winter sport at all. I, I played both, right, on the same day. And then I'd often play like seniors the next day, kind of thing. Um, and with cricket, do you want? Do you play cricket or tennis? 
I play both. <laughs> I play cricket and tennis, right? Um, Love it. So once kind of this whole dream of me being a prof- wow. this crazy dream of me being like a professional sportsman in all sports, <laughs> I I turned to my um to my fur like uh, my next outlet for me was bodybuilding. Okay. So um, got into bodybuilding after all the crazy sport finished up. Um, How and old? I, and at I that put, time, you reckon? I was. 19 when I done my first competition. Yeah, yeah. So I did the Victorian um, State Bodybuilding Show. Um, and like I said, just gone from this kid in a country town spending all his time with a ball in his hand to now putting all that energy of trying to play a million different sports at once. Quit them all and I put all my energy into bodybuilding um, and was lucky enough to sort of have some success straight away. Yeah, uh, yeah. One, one win into my first bodybuilding show sort of turned into a few which then means that I nine shows later it's like man okay I'm like a you know I was living that bodybuilding lifestyle because mm-hmm. when you see some success I guess you just the it feeds the addiction yeah, you want more of it yeah. and I was just seeing progress and you know growing in confidence in, in the gym and um, nine bodybuilding shows in I guess um, I was looking for the next challenge I was looking for because that it's like okay I've done that I've mm-hmm. kind of conquered that what's next do I really go all in on this and you know, try and become a, a pro natural bodybuilder, yeah, yeah. and it was like that. That didn't really interest me, mm, excite you enough. Well, yeah. I was like, I, I was always like, what's something I don't think I can maybe do? Do you know what I mean? It's like I've done nine body bodybuilding shows. Do I go and do a tenth? But I know I've done it nine times, so I know it's possible. Yeah, yeah. What's something that isn't possible? It's like then I started lifting really heavy weights got into powerlifting competitions, started lifting weights that I thought I'd never thought was possible. Like, you know, to pick up 245 kilos off the floor and stand up with it for a kid that was, you know, 67 kilos soaking wet after puberty, it was like, <laughs> okay, shit, man. Now I've done another thing that I never thought was possible when three or four powerlifting comps later, again, some more success um, sort of drove me down that rabbit hole. I was like, man, what's next? Do I do another powerlifting meet? done it before man like I know I can do it what's something I don't know I can do what's something that's hard like what's the next challenge um and it's like now I'm in this marathon thing you know <laughs> somewhere where I never thought I would be I don't even like running man um but I love the challenge you know I think I said at the, uh, the start of the podcast it's my life's work is to yeah. like find the limits of my body how can I challenge it and how can I go and push it to a point where it's it's created a new level and gone somewhere where I'd never gone before. How did you get into running? Like you just said, then like, I don't like it. Like, I don't think probably many people out there who actually enjoy running because I don't enjoy it. Like when I don't you, when you think about it run. now, but when I'm actually running, it's actually okay. I find, actually quite quite peaceful. Yeah. When I'm actually running, yeah. even though it can be tough, how do you like say okay, cool? I'm actually going to go for a run and actually like to live run it like in here, like in your head. Like get through that although that's belief good. where it says Alex go back to sleep hey, Alex yeah. don't worry about going for the run it's all good it's too hot today man it's good yeah that's a good question man how do you get through that because that happens yeah that's a good question um, I guess I um, when I when I was going deep into bodybuilding and powerlifting I sort of saw myself becoming a little bit one dimensional where I'm like, is this, is this what I am? Am I just a dude that picks shit up and puts it back down? Am I just a meat head mm. bodybuilder? Um, you know, I, I wanted to be an athlete and still, I, I want, I want to be an athlete that can do all things. You know, if you're like, dude, let's go on an adventure today. 
and I don't know we're going rock climbing. I want to have the flexibility, yet the strength, yet the endurance, yet the ability to recover. You know, I didn't just want to be the one bodybuilder that yeah, you know the big was guy. only was yeah, only strong in yeah, one area. Correct, yeah. So I guess um, that's how I started running. I had some friends that were running as well, and it was probably my client at the time, Daniel Yelda, who. I was coaching him to put him on stage for bodybuilding. He was like, man, this is such a challenge for me. It's easy for you. And I'm like, yeah, but I've done it before. Like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy for me when I first did it. And he goes, nah, man, you need a challenge. You should come and run the Melbourne half marathon with me. Done. Let's do it. I hate running. Let's do it though. You're going to get on a bodybuilding stage. Well done, man. I'm going to come for a run with you. Let's do it. And then from there, again, it was like the first time you go to the gym. You don't enjoy pushing yourself in the gym. You do now because you know what it's going to give of you. Of course, yeah. You know what the return is. Endorphins rushing, pumped up, gaining muscle, gaining confidence, gaining strength, yeah. feeling great, being strong, right? Yeah. You don't actually like, you know, doing the walking lunges. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Ian. I was going to say, level. <laughs> Next level fitness. Oh, yeah. We love that guy. So he it was, was like, yeah, just um, just a combination of that. To go back to your question, how they get into the running, it's it's what was the next challenge? Um, how can I push my body to not be so one-dimensional and start mm. to move, which I was already starting to think about running and flexibility because I already yeah. had the strength. So okay. I started to think about what are the other areas of an athlete. It's yeah. endurance. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's mobility. It's these kind of things. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm starting to research yoga, which I've done. Um, running and martial arts, right? Because okay. I see that's what's sort of missing from me being an all-round okay. athlete. I love and then that. All-round, I love that. And then it was just like the fact that we had this conversation and my client was like, run, oh, this is this is what I've been searching for. I've been searching for someone to give me mm. that first push. Mm. So the Melbourne Half Marathon turned into, you know, the Marysville Full Marathon, which is soon going to turn into 100 kilometers uh, in one day in, in March, so... Uh, it's legend. on now. That's it's on now, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, you send out live. We're gonna be following. Is this guy gonna run? Love it. But how do you mentally get prepared to run? Because thinking about running, it's actually boring. Like you just go by yourself. For me, once the goal's set, it's done. It's done, man. Because like I said, how do you wake yeah. up when you don't feel like going? Like, what do you do? The goal's been set. Daniel said we're doing the half Melbourne half marathon. Okay. Well, if we're going to do that, I need to have a plan. I've set out the plan. It's two runs a week. One of them is a shorter run. On the weekend, it's a longer run. If I do the plan, I'm going to get the result and be able to perform yep. on game day. But on those moments, do you have all those shit where it's like, you know what, I'll just do it tomorrow? Do you ever like have that? Absolutely. Self-talk? Some, like sometimes me. I do have to do it tomorrow. Sometimes I give up. Like there's, there's times for sure with the running... Um, because I don't enjoy it. Like now, I love going to the gym, man. I love it. Even when I feel like shit, even when I, you know, I, I just never not want to go. I always go. But there's there's runs where I, I literally, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, and then I have to go for a longer one. You know, I have to pay the price yeah. for skipping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm supposed to do two runs a week. I skipped one. That one run I do is now a long-ass yeah. run because I have to pay the price. Yeah. Because I want to yeah. be someone that lives with integrity yeah. and does what he says he's going to do. Owned it. That's why the goal setting is so important for me. Mm-hmm. So how do I do it in those hard moments? The goal's already been set, man. And once the goal's been set, it happens. It gets done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where does that come from? I don't know. My ego, probably. Being a young man with a big ego. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and in a way, it's like 
the ego that you're saying is like you're you're hard headed, attached. Like if this is my goal, I do whatever I'm going to do to get it. I've planned it out, I've mapped it out. It says two runs a week. Well, it's two runs a week. If for whatever reason I can only get one, mm. and I've got to still do me 80k run, well, it looks like I'm doing 80k in one hit. Yeah. Or whatever it might be, you know, whatever yeah. the, whatever the numbers are. Yeah. Um, but like sticking to that, like how did you get to that stage then? Like how did you get to that hard headed ego? It's like you know what? Well, I think it's it's. Um it's looking at what you've done before as well. You know, like if I go back to all those workouts, you know, when I was just starting out and it doesn't even have to be running or all those times where I've pushed myself when I felt like quitting. If you think, oh, what, what happened when I just did it anyway? It's all good stuff. What you happened feel, when I just did it anyway? I love f- it. You feel yeah. amazing. So yesterday I had my brother's bucks too and I didn't get much sleep. We drank a lot of beers and I'm not saying this is ideal. This is not what you should do. <laughs> But I had to. I told my friend we're going to do a half marathon today, and we did one this morning. And it's like, well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, you just got to go and get it done because the alternative. It's not. A, it wouldn't have been a big deal if I text him and said, "Hey, man, it was my brother's bucks yesterday. I can't come that's on acceptable. the run." He'd be like, "Yeah, that's that's normal. Yeah. Like, why would you do? Why would you come and do twenty-seven Correct. kilometers with me after a bucks? Yeah. That's not normal." But it's like, well, I think about all the workouts I've done, whether it was push-ups when I was 13, lifting bricks with my brother when I was 14, my first gym membership at 15, maybe it was a hard game at footy or something where, you know, even just in business or in life or a hard conversation with a friend, you know it's going to be tough, but are you glad you did it and you're glad you pushed through and how did you feel afterwards? Or maybe how did you feel after you skipped? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to skip or are you just going to do it anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. how that's for me that's how I do it yeah is it the right thing I don't know for me it seems to work though it's David the, the way that David Goggins says it I love it he calls it the cookie jar mm. reach into the cookie jar and grab a cookie and what a cookie is is basically a past memory of when it was harder than what you're trying to do at the moment like we were running this morning and whenever it felt hard 27k is like I'm thinking 27k is man that's super hard especially when I'm you know a bit partying a weekend whatever but then you think well this is nothing compared to Marysville Marathon when True. I did 42 kilometers if yeah. I've done 42 yeah. before yeah. 27 pff, yeah. let's do this easy. so that was me reaching into yeah. my cookie jar yeah, yeah. so that, that's how again. I do it I wake up don't want to run I just got to reach into the cookie jar and you know remember a time that was harder than what I'm trying mm. to do today mm. oh it's on <laughs> it's game time yeah and that's what I think about when I run as well is because like during the footy career like playing that, at semi-professional level yeah like there's we do we did that much running like, oh bro you would you know training crazy. in a week like we would training plus then we'd have like a running session yeah so like we trained for two hours yeah include running but then we'd actually had a, like a, a running session we, that's, we took our footy boots off and put runners on and we like ran like that's it and then now when I run I'm just like if I again same thing if I say time I just think back to free training days when I was just like we would run three times as long as this as far as this absolutely you know and I'm that's old, cookie yeah that's me dig, digging in and be like you know what cool I'm digging back to those old memories yeah. like, I did it then so I can definitely do it now you get tired on a little jog poor Melbourne Beach and then it's yeah. like hang on a minute when you were playing at a VFL yeah. level you would have done 12 400 meter intervals with 60 seconds <laughs> break in pre-season and you're like there. oh my god if I could get through yeah. that this yeah. is walking yeah. the that there was yeah that yeah, that, that training was ridiculous. But it's a, you know what? It was what needed to be done. Uh, but I think that's that mindset different. That's what I was trying to get at because that isn't just for going for a run. That is this isn't just relevant for uh, if you want, this is only like if I want to run. Like it's yeah. everything. I need to do work. Oh, but I could just watch YouTube Correct. instead. 
I really need to finish this thing for my business, yeah. but you know, I, I want to start wanna, that business. I, just, I, wanna, I wanna, yeah. just want to watch Netflix instead, yeah. man. Yeah. I do that all the time. I, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I've got to make that call. I've got to write that email. Gotta, man. Yeah, yeah. Too much. yeah. And you know what though? But if you've you got control, and that's what I, so far, like from what I've sort of gathered, is that yeah, okay, cool. He's got control. He wants to have control of his body and the way it looks because yeah. he can control that. Yeah. And you've got your your mindset in check. Yeah. But again, do you reckon that comes from a lot of self development as well? Oh, yeah, I did the, yeah, a bunch of self-development, man. Uh, oh, you said audio books before. Like, how many yeah. audio books and books do you reckon for, you've... For me, oh, consumed like, hundreds and... Mm, I'm, I try and read, um, and I, I sort of read... I, I probably only read maybe 10 books a year, to be honest. Not a lot. Um, I find that I retain the information better. I can get more volume in and learn better through listening. Yeah. I'm a better listener. I do yeah. a bunch of driving, you know, living in the country, but traveling to the city almost every weekend. So for me, that's what works. Yeah. Um, yeah. But away from audio books in terms of self-development, coaches, man, coaches are just, yeah. they're, they're, they're the key for me. Yeah. Yeah. They are the key um, to go and find, I just look at what I'm trying to do, is it, whether it's in the business world, whether it's with my body, whether it's in my mindset, my relationship. I'm, I'm trying to look for someone who has the result that I'm searching mm. for mm. and then <clears throat> hire their help yeah. to help yeah. me get closer to where I want to be. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing. Mm. Um, yeah. Having the right people in your corner. Having the right people in your corner. Yeah. Have, finding the people that have done yeah. it. Yeah, find the people that yeah. have done it yeah. and go in and uh, learn well, from them. We do that, like you said, like if you need a PT, you go and, you go and get one. If you need to learn how to ha- be a hairdresser, where you go, you go to the academy yeah. where his professional hairdressers are there and they teach you to become a hairdresser. Mm. So we do it all the time. Yeah, but a lot of time we don't actually do it for ourselves. Like we need to personally be in check. Yeah, so you need someone there to look after you personally, Absolutely. as well as because then once you get that right, if you get yourself right, like you said, you got yourself right. So whether you're doing bodybuilding, powerlifting, crossfitting, running, skydiving, rock climbing, yeah. you're mentally good. Like, I'm good. I can do this. Yeah. And you can turn it on for yourself. Yeah. So it actually doesn't matter what sport you're going to, or exercise you're actually going to be doing. Yeah. Even if you've never done it before in your life, even if we say like right now, let's go and do some random, let's go and do fencing. Yeah. Like, it's on. Yeah. Let's like, fence. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> let's go and build a fence. <laughs> um, but our, our mindset would be like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. It's not about, oh, oh, I don't know, I've never done it before. We're like, fuck it. I've never done it before, but we can figure it out. Yeah. On the drive there, let's watch a YouTube video or something. Yeah. Like, we'd, we'd, like, we'd make it happen. Yeah. That's that different mindset. Which yeah. Even even with like the running and stuff to go back to, it's, you know, I, I'm just like a bodybuilder dude who likes to lift weight. I know nothing about it. So for me, do I just put my headphones in and go for a run? Nah, man. Like I literally, I, I went and hired a running coach. Is that necessary? No. But man, I'm I'm trying to look for the shortcuts. I'm trying to look for the shortcuts, dude. So I'm gone. I, I went and found someone who's done 25 plus ultra marathons. Got him to look at my technique. Got him to look at my breathing. Got him to you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's so the same with business. I don't know nothing about business, yeah. but I want to create a lifestyle that gives me what I want. Right, it gives me the freedom that I want, mm-hmm. so I can help as many young men as possible gain control of their life. So you know, yeah, I know how to get you in shape. I know nutrition. I didn't know nothing about business as a kid trying to start. Yeah, yeah So what am I going to do? I'm going to go and find someone who yeah. can help me out. Help, like you know. That's why I love what you're doing with your coaching because mm. yeah. I, I honestly think that's that's the most valuable 
that's the most valuable thing for me right now, man, and for all of us, is you, you need these coaches or mentors or right people in your life to go and show you how to do it. And we're talking a lot about working out and pushing the body because that's my thing, but anything, mm. anything you're trying to do. Um, agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So you were a tradie. Mm-hmm. Started off as a chippy. Chippy. Back in the day. Building a few houses yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Back in so, Churchill, Trailgate. So how, yeah. old, how old there? Like what? I dropped out of school when I was 16. Got a what, what, what year would that have been? What, uh, I, did, I did one year, term of year 11. Okay. Did one term of year 11 yeah. and um, used that holidays to <laughs> go and uh, work yeah. for free for a uh, building company. Yeah, uh, they offered me offered me a job after I decided to. Uh, you know, they said, "No, oh, this kid's giving up his holidays to come and work for free. He has a bit of a crack, so we'll we're offering offer him a job." And at that time, I couldn't really find any motivation um, in the school system. Um, I think it would be much different now if I was to go back with like, you know, um, different knowledge and experiences. Totally. Uh, you know, I'd probably totally. be pumped to go to school, man. I'd be like, yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Uh, but back yeah. then, man, I just, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't join the dots and, and, and find the motivation to, to pay attention to, to what was going on at school. So I thought rather than just bloodshed for another two years, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to feel useful. I wanted to get stuck into it. So yeah, did my apprenticeship as a builder and uh, started building some houses, man. Love it. And then you got out of that. What uh, did you, how long did you finish your apprenticeship? Did you, uh, yeah. how long did you? Yeah, I'm a qualified builder. I finished the apprenticeship. Um, I was about three and a half years in. It's a four year course. And yeah. um, I, I, I'd already sort of started training some clients on the side because I'd really found a passion in helping people in the gym and, and transforming bodies. Yeah. So I, I approached my boss. I said, look, I know I'm supposed to have six months to go. But I said, I think it's the best thing for your business to go and fill my spot and hire someone who really wants to be here because my mind is elsewhere right now. All I, all I want to do is I want to get to the gym and train my clients. I don't want to be on your work site. And I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm saying this to try and be respectful because I don't want to be there. I'm competent. I'm mm-hmm. finished all my trade school. Sign me off. I'm not coming back next week. And I think they sort of respected that and said, okay, yeah. you're done. And the next day, Love I was it. in the gym training clients, man. <laughs> and that's how it all began. Yeah. And I, was there a crossover time? Like how long prior before you quit trade had you started PTing other clients? I, I'd been training clients part-time for about a year whilst still doing the building. Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. Yeah. yeah. So it was about a year of both? and then, At least a year. Maybe, yeah. maybe 18 months more. would be more accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd... I'd work construction from say 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. Yeah. And then I'd get to the gym at six and try and run through two or three clients a night. Um, and Love I was it. doing doing the double because I wanted to be able to, I knew, I knew that as soon as my time was up as an apprentice, like I didn't want to be a tradesman. Uh, I knew that I wanted to be a personal trainer. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to wait and build up my client base. I wanted to build up my client base so when my time was up, I could go straight into to PT. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. And it's that transition because it's, a very common theme with everyone that I'm speaking to is that they've, when they've gone from like a full-time job or an old business, it's always been like that year to 18 months. It happened for me. It was 18 months. Yeah. 18 months for you. Two of the previous guests I've had on, it was about an 18 to two, two, 18 months to two-year period where they like went from, okay, cool, I'm still working full-time in a job or whatever it is. Mm. I got this crazy idea. I want to do something else. Yeah. And then it's like that build time where, and why I'm saying that is, is 
it seems to be very consistent is that a lot of people just like even when I first started my first business I was like oh I'm going to quit trading like tomorrow yeah lucky I didn't because it doesn't work like that yeah so it's I think it's people listening will have to understand now okay cool well whether you're going to be a PT whether you're going to get into business whether you're going to do whatever it is there's a time like it's it's, it's going to take time for, to, for that overlap and you got and, but during that time there like you probably did some serious hours like you would have been busting hard like again on site which I can relate it nearly cost me man yeah I fell asleep on the road and uh, I was very lucky very lucky I was working we were building this house on a deadline in sale about 40 minutes from my house in Trailwind at the time and um yeah, it was long days between the you know hour and 30 travel and then the 10-hour days to meet the deadline for the builders and then trying to rush home and get to the gym. I was definitely burning the candle at both ends and I just fell asleep on the road one night going 110 kilometers on the freeway. It was wet. It was just getting dark and I slid across and luckily didn't hit anyone else. Luckily didn't hit a tree myself and um, slid off the road and I just remember the when the tow truck pulled me out and the cop just said, man, go and buy a lottery ticket. You're the luckiest dude ever. So, um, yeah, yeah, there is that trend, there yeah. is that period where you're talking about where you have to try and, you know, do both. Yeah. But, um, maybe yeah, maybe, uh, juggler. I took yeah. a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, we found the limit. We found, oh, we found the line where it Yeah, I was like, okay, man. That's, need to, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to half an hour sleep. I take, I take the power naps in the car now. Oh, totally. It's a good lesson. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. So, what are you doing now? Now we got, like, what are you in a gym? Online? Okay, what are you doing? PT wise, like, what are you doing? Trying to create as many bulletproof men as possible. Love it. Bulletproof men. Love it. In what way? Like, what, what, what's that about? How do you do that? So, the Bulletproof Man project is something that we came up with probably 10 months ago now. And really, what, I, what I've found over the last seven years of training different bodies in the gym male, female, young, old, fat, skinny, black, white, everyone and above, rehab, strength, bodybuilding, powerlifting, endurance. What I found that was I really enjoyed and really found myself able to give the most value to the young men because I could talk their language uh, and relate to them. Yeah. And that showed in the results. So uh, I decided to focus my business solely on young men in their 20s. Yep. And... And everything that they want to do and achieve, which really what I've found is is similar to my journey. It's about taking control of your body because that's going to then empower you to be able to take control of your mind and your life. Yeah. So the Bulletproof Man Project, we take guys through a series of tests, creating the ultimate athlete where there's agility, endurance, strength, speed and power. And once they can pass all of those tests, they earn their bulletproof black belt. Love it. And, uh, man, these guys that are starting to get close to their bulletproof black lifting belts are uh, some pretty impressive young dudes that have, you know, seen this translate into promotions at their job at work. Wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe cutting off toxic relationships, maybe building or taking their own relationships to the next level. Um, you know, it's that's what fascinates me most is the transition a young man can make just by... You know, it's not just it's it's not about the sets and the reps. It's not about the carbs and the fats. It's about the transformation you make with the body and how it translates and actually makes your life better. A lot of guys come and tell me they want abs. They don't want abs, man. 
just want more control over their life. So that's what the Bulletproof Man Project's about, man. I just want to get this message out to as many young guys as I can. Yeah. So they can start to live yeah. the life that they really want. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I started at the start with like, because I, I know that you have that control of your diet, your training, but I wanted to get deeper on how you did that. Because now it sort of does flow into now, okay, cool, this goes on to the Bulletproof Man because you're one person who's done it. You're not one guy who's sitting there reading a book and says, well, the book says that if you do this, you can get this. Like you're one guy who's actually gone out there and physically, mentally, emotionally, all aspects put himself through it and has like a, you know, you're, you're, you're a walking testimonial of it, this shit works. Um, that's what I love about what we do is I'm in there with the guys. You know, we have these Bulletproof Man testing days and um, yeah, I guess I'm the coach, but man, we're doing a, an endurance time trial. Like you best believe I'm in there doing it with you. <laughs> Right, we're doing some strength testing, you know, jump testing. Hundred percent, I'm I'm in there doing it with you. Um, you know, I'm I'm the coach, but I'm not up on a pedestal. We're just yeah. we're just all men with quite similar values, um, but a strong purpose and a, you know a strong strong passion for personal development because yeah. we know that's going to get us closer to life yeah. we want to live. There's so much pressure on young men in today's society. We're supposed to be the providers, the leaders, the examples and the role models. And for, for a lot of guys, they don't know how to live up to that pressure and that mm-hmm. expectation. I gotta, you, you gotta be the man, right? You gotta have the man with all the answers. You gotta have the income. You gotta have the hot girlfriend. You gotta have the car. All this, this bullshit, yeah. man. You gotta have the abs. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's about how can we give these guys the armor so that they can feel bulletproof. We know that no one's bulletproof, but we want to give them the armor and the confidence mm. so when they walk out the door every day, they feel bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, the result, the results being like one of your clients already got a promotion. Yeah. Like, you know, so just by going to the gym and looking after himself, he's making more money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He potentially could be enjoying his job. Like, I'm not, I don't know the story, but he might be enjoying his job even more now. Yeah. Which, what does that mean? Well, if he's enjoying going to work, he's having better relationships at work. If he's having better relationships at work, it means he's more likely having better relationships at home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just because he went to the gym and like he, he's following a program that's working and it's changing him, shifting him mm. to where he wants to be. Yeah. Oh, it's, like the ripple effect is ridiculous. It's super cool, man. It's It, it really is life-changing, you know. Um, I, I know because I'm inside it, but from outside, it's looking in. It's like, oh, what does it matter that you help Brad get abs? But it's like, yeah, well, Brad looks great now, but it's like, hey, did you know Brad started his own other business on the side? Mm-hmm. So now that he's making income, right, <laughs> and he's able to actually get closer to, you know, it's his holiday yeah. that he always, yeah. wants, always yeah. wants to go on. The family, Brad's got a son, you know, he's, he's a provider, you know, now... <laughs> Now he's doing a business that he's really passionate about, not just a, a profit project, right? And he's also got abs. <laughs> and he's got abs. And he, and he looks great, right? But, yeah. but it all happened from that confidence. Correct. And like you yeah. said, I think you said it well, the flow on effect, yeah? It's, mm. you know, it's one thing to set your goals and be like, oh, I want to be fast, I want to be fit, I want to do a marathon. But I think my favorite follow-up question to that is how's it going to make your life better? You want to you want to do a bodybuilding show. How's that going to make your life better? You want to do a powerlifting, man? Cool. You want to get strong? I get it. How is that going to make your life better? Because yeah, technically, we actively wouldn't want to do anything that is going to make our life worse. You know. So, and would you want to do anything that's going to make your keep your life the same? Yeah, but people just want to do stuff because they think it's cool. Yeah. 
Oh, so like, so's doing it. Yeah, good point. People, okay. want to, yeah. People, people want to do a bodybuilding show so they can put it on Facebook. Yeah. People want to do a powerlifting meet because it's, it's the ego of being the strongest guy in the gym. People want to do a marathon because someone else did a marathon. Mm. How's it going to make your life better? Yeah. Why does it matter to you? Yeah. yeah. you got to attach yourself to that. Don't attach yourself to the goal. As you told me, what's the result of the mm. result? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think at the same time, like, definitely, like, listeners, write that shit down. Like, what's it going to, like, what's the benefit? To your life like why like what, what's it going to do for you like what's it yeah and i guess i guess going back to my specialty and what i try to master in which is the body for you guys out there that may be not really happy for you guys listening for the ones that are not really happy with what looks looks back at you when you look in the mirror i can tell you that this is a fact from doing this for almost a decade now the people that want to look great can look great but they always get back out of shape unless they've attached themselves to that result yeah. of the result. Mm, mm. So yes, you might be able to go and run the marathon, you might be able to get the abs, you might be able to start looking sexy, gain the confidence to make love to your partner the way they really want, but it's only gonna be a temporary thing and you're gonna back you're gonna go back to the old you. It happens yeah. every time yeah. unless you can attach yourself yeah. to that result. And my favorite question is, why the hell are you actually doing this? How's it gonna make your life better? How is so that gonna make your that. life better? How is that? I'm even gonna write that down. How is when that? When are you going to do anything, man? Today's Sunday. It's like, who am I gonna hang out with today? I'm gonna to go hang out with Steven next. How's that gonna make my life better? I already know, man. I love that dude. He's got high energy. We're gonna do a goal setting session together. We're gonna to eat some great food because he's a good influence on me. We're gonna probably go for a walk. It's gonna make my yeah. life so much better. It's gonna make me pumped for Monday tomorrow. Whereas if I was to continue to, you know, my, it's my brother's boxing this weekend, right? Like we had a bit of celebrating, but there's a Sunday session probably going on somewhere yeah. right now. I gotta ask myself the question: How would that make my life better? Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. wouldn't, right? Probably doesn't. Probably doesn't align to any of my goals. Correct. And you topped it. You finished it off spot on there. It doesn't align to any of your goals slash values. Like if your one of your goals is to be more social, because you've maybe been in a relationship for ten years and it's like you know what I want to get out and hang out with my mates, then maybe going to a Sunday session, hanging out with your friends doesn't mean you have to get pissed. But it just means getting out there and seeing people. Absolutely. That could be your thing. Like that's you. Yeah. And again, that is what I love. The whole the way that you operate is just like well does it serve me no mm. is it what's gonna is it gonna make my life better yes or no yes cool I'm going no okay cool it's not for me next time it's pretty simple yeah and if you come from that space then there's no longer this procrastination there's yeah. no longer this confusion yeah and so if, if do I have to write this email yeah I do okay cool let's do it how's it gonna make my life better well if I make this sale then I'm gonna bring income into the business okay cool do I have to make this call yeah I do have to make this call because it's the same thing there's someone on the other side waiting for me. It's just if you like, I love how you use it in every different aspect. Like, you know, catch up with Stephen, yeah. Or could I go on a Sunday session? Well, what's the pros and the cons of what do I want? What's serving me right now? Mm. You know, even this morning's run, it's probably it probably served you. It's as hard as it might have been. It's probably the best thing to do straight after. <laughs> you know, just sweat it out. Yeah, you know, it's tough. So I'm, it's I'm, tough. Yeah, but again, like that's <coughs> you 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 weighed it up really well. Um. What's one thing you learned, Alex, that like really just like blew you away? Doesn't have to be about fitness, body, like the body itself. Could just be life in general. Could be, um, yeah. What's one thing that you learned over the last forever that you learned about yourself, about a piece of knowledge, someone else that just like you know what? That's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty incredible. I think the thing that's at the front of my mind right now 
is um, similar to what we were just talking about with the values. Um, I didn't know what it really meant when someone said, what do you value, what are your values? And it was a, it was a mentor of mine, his name's Hayden Wilson, you guys should check him out for sure. Um, just Google Hayden Wilson, you'll, you'll find his stuff. And um, he really got me to see or even just explore my own values, what did I value? Um, you know, so to learn that, I think that if you can stay clear on that, um, you know, that, that really becomes the catalyst for, for everything. Mm. Like what is really important to you as an individual, because in today's society, whether it's consuming too much on social media or, or you know, um, conforming too much to the conversations we're having, we can, we can very quickly start to live through other people's values. Mm. Mm. And then we wonder why time goes past and we're living the same day and we're bored or we're, we're living a life that we don't like or we're depressed. It's like, well, you're not living to your true values. You're doing what your parents, your friends, your family uh, are wanting you to do or people on social media uh, are doing. You know, you're consuming too much. In a world where we're all, we're all consuming too much, myself. So it's never been more important to constantly assess your values and stay aligned with them. So one thing I've learned that's been most pro- prolific is is how to do that, I would say. Love it, love it. Build that connection for you. Yeah. Yeah. And because I guess your values are changing as well, so you need to reach out. 100%, yeah. You know? As you grow older, as you develop, as you learn more as a human being, yeah. you start to see things differently, you start to appreciate different things and de- depreciate other things. Yeah. And you know what? I think that there is more important to me right now. You know, and then that value goes high on the list, or, or my value might drop off, or a new value gets added in. Yeah, uh, and it's always like a continue reassessing uh, to add that in. Uh, and I think this will sort of go on to my next question as well, sort of similar to again what we were speaking about before, like how is it going to make it that life better? Obviously, you're quite active on social media, which mm. is huge right now. How do you like? You've gone past the stage of courage now. You, you don't have to think about oh, I've got to make sure I've got courage to go online. How did you? Because one thing I, that, that I, one thing that I try and teach, and when, when I work with my clients as well, is that don't ask me what I'm doing now, because what I'm doing now is different to what you're going to like. If you're starting out, ask me what I did. Like, what did you do? Like, what did Alex do to get online? Like, what was his method? Yeah. Because you know? when, when did you sort of get on the whole online platform? Maybe what like five years ago, four years ago. Probably even I was I was sort of late to it, man. Like I remember getting. I'm saying for the bit like within business. Oh, business. The wise, business, yeah. Business wise, man. Um, yeah, when I I guess when I first started my own business, like I was on social media back when I was like, you know, building houses and playing football and drinking yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. And then when yeah. I became a personal trainer, it was like, okay, well now I'm now I'm my own boss. I need to advertise and get clients in yeah. the door. Social media. Let's let's get into so, it. So social media wasn't as big. As obviously, it wasn't as big as what it is yeah, now. Yeah, it's huge now. Yeah, but like um, still then, I I knew that that was where I needed to be. Yeah, you know, I wasn't going to go and put an ad in the local paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to advertise yeah. my personal training yeah. online. Um, so that's where I I did it. Um, so how did you like build the courage to want to hold the camera up and, and do a video? How did you? Yeah. Um, like could get through. Yeah, there's a lot of people listening that. I get you, like there's that massive fear of judgment, mm. right? Because you're going to totally. be judged, you know, positively or negatively. Especially in your space as well. Like, there's a lot of PTs, a lot of people that are experts oh, in the yeah, field. Man. Yeah, and I, I still, like I still remember, you know, one of my first few videos that were just not great <laughs> and even <laughs> negative comments and stuff like that. And it's like, man, is this 
what I'm gonna get. Like I put in effort and I, I thought I gave value and I did that live video and I gave my time and then you just get people that might slam you for it. Um, you know, I've been doing it a long time now. I'm better at dealing with that and I've got more courage just from doing it. But how, how did I get the courage to do it? Yeah, what did you do? Yeah. I'm Like I said earlier, when you talked about me as a kid, I, I was a kid that would sort of jump into anything. I'd jump in first and then figure out how to swim yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a trait of mine that can sometimes serve me negatively, but in so many ways I think it serves me positively because in a situation like that, I think people are afraid to put themselves out there. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I was because I wasn't, man. That's just the truth of it. If I'm telling you guys I wasn't really afraid, I just put the camera up and started doing it. And like maybe maybe a little bit of um, – like I always just related to the gym, you know, because that's, that's what I know. But yeah. I just knew that if I did the reps, if I recorded the videos <laughs> again yeah. and again and again and again – I was going to get better, just like at the gym when I lifted the weight again and again and again, I got yeah, stronger. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, I just, I just made that. Um, you know, there's things even now that I'm scared to do, um, but I just know if I put in the reps, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll reap the yeah. reward. So yeah, yeah, it's always scary. No matter how confident you are, it's always scary jumping online. But yeah, you just got to do it because the, for me, it's just I knew the reward was was just more powerful than than the risk of failure and someone saying oh the video is crap or like you suck <laughs> and at the same time like because again I love your content I love what you share and there's people that even like you, out of the 10 people you might get 9 people who love it and one people, one person who hates it yeah well does that mean that you're not going to share because now that means 9 people aren't going to get your content anymore yeah again if you come from a different side a different space you come from a different mindset yeah. where it's like oh I might get one hater but you might also get 9 people that it's like that was the best thing I heard all day and I needed to hear that. I needed yeah. to see that. I needed to yeah. see. I'm trying, to, um, I'm trying to think of like the first video that I posted and just um, to give you guys like a more, um, a better answer as to how I first got there because, you know, I was, I was just saying that I was confident and I knew that if I did the reps and all, but there was, there was definitely a time where I, I would hide, um, like especially when I was still playing football you know I was playing senior football for Churchill and you know drinking the beers on the weekend and trying to be one of the boys because it was all about like you know who could get the most possessions who could mm-hmm. get in the best who could drink <laughs> yeah. the beers yeah. right yeah. Um, so then when I was sneaking off to do bodybuilding shows I didn't want to post that on social media like I remember when I when I won the first bodybuilding show I remember sneaking back home in the door and my parents saw the trophy and they were like what's that and I was like oh it's a bodybuilding show today. they didn't even know Really? Because okay. I was like wow. a kid from the country, like you can't go and fake tan mm-hmm. yourself and put dick togs on and go stand on stage <laughs> yeah. and say, and judge me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ead actually, Ead Merlev actually put a post up of me on social media saying, this is our athlete Alex from Next Level Fitness. He's going to compete in his first show. And I said, Ead, can you please take that down? And he got really offended. I'm like, I love you as a coach. I want to continue paying me to coach, paying you to coach me, but I just didn't want it on social media because I didn't want my friends and family to judge me and be like you're a faggot bodybuilder you like to fake tan yourself and look at yourself you like to flex in the mirror so yeah there was definitely uh, now that I remember I'm glad I'm sharing there was definitely that period of me being scared and not wanting to have that side of me online because prior to me now holding up the camera and running around and posting fitness stuff you know I was just I was just Alex the builder I was Alex the chippy Alex the footballer so you know, when people know you as that and you try and do something different, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you trying to do, mm-hmm. man? Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to be? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the first video that sort of tipped me over the edge. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I remember the stress of when my coach E had posted that and he's like, yeah, we won this comp, tagged Alex. Yeah. And he probably thought I would love it because a lot of yeah. people love that yeah. stuff. For yeah. me, I hated it. I was like, don't post that. Um, there you go. Okay. Yeah. It was mo- That was because of the fear of what the others would say or think. It was more the fear yeah. of like the, the older dudes at the football club or even my brother um, and his mates or just the older dudes around town. Yeah. Even my, none of those older dudes, my, my mates from back in the country it was just so far from our current reality of trying to be like no one's ever done that in that probably no no one from because when you get brought up like with the way I got brought up it's like you're trying to be that alpha male who's the manliest dude so something I was sneaking off to do this bodybuilding thing that was seen to be not this manly thing going to the gyms man and like getting big but then actually going on stage but it was like oh oh, they're like oh you love yourself because you're doing bodybuilding right Yeah, Yeah. you know so it was like that. that's what I was scared of and then it just got to a point where it was like I I loved what I was doing I was so passionate about the fitness I was so passionate about helping other people became passionate about bodybuilding so it's like you know what it's painful that I'm getting that criticism but it's I'm not I'm not going to stop me from doing mm. what I'm going to do, and then I just I think I just jumped into it, yeah. man. Just it's once you push through that barrier, yeah, yeah, you yeah. break down that wall of yeah. It's it's like that. It's pushing so hard, like that you, you're copping it, yeah. but you want to do it. It's just like that. It's yeah. just about to break, yeah. And once it does, it's just like oh. yeah, it's just like oh, this whole world is like, like the opportunities, like the whole yeah. you just see things so much differently, uh, yeah. and that's honestly like the exact same experience I had when I left trade, trying to do both trying to yeah cool I'm a tradie but am I doing business like what am I doing like, who yeah. am I what's my identity yep. like, am I still Jamie the tradie or am I Jamie trying to you know get into business or am I Jamie doing both or yeah. is Jamie an idiot like what's he doing he makes six figures a year like, why is he leaving trade like why does he just do that forever absolutely you know and then yeah transitioning I remember that moment where I said you know what they can do that I'm like that's them well, they, want to, they want to keep that label on you 100%. Jamie you're the tradie man yeah. just go back to the crane it's like nah bro spot on Spot on, and it's again. That's their perception. That's what's on them. Great. Like that's if that's what you want. That's what you think. Awesome. But I'm going to do my thing. You're going to do your mm. thing. So and so is going to do. It. And I think again, once breaking through that, their level of respect for me has changed now. Because like he's actually done it. Mm. Like he's actually gone out and done. Oh, maybe I can do it too. So many of my trading mates still like t- touch base with me and say, Hey, like I want to do this. I want to start this business. I want to do that. I want to get into this. You know. And I love that is because. I think when, once we show them that it is possible mm. and it's achievable that you can be a tradie who says no more, I'm, I own it. Say, so, you know what? I'm actually not enjoying being here. Yeah. You know what? And I'm, I'm constantly thinking about being on, in the gym with my clients. I need to own that and tell you now before something happens that could cause some damage, could impact someone's life. I need to go and do my shit and owning it. Most importantly, I think that's like the key. If you can own it, it's the absolute key, but it's the hardest part. It is. Oh, 100%. It's so hard. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so glad you, you're asking me these questions, man, because you see how like, I, I was giving you answers and then I, like all of a sudden I remembered how hard it was for me. Yeah. Like, when you first asked yeah. me, I was like, no, nah, I was always confident mm. from the camera. And then it's like, you know what, man, it's been so long, I actually yeah. forgot the hard times yeah. that it was. So I'm yeah. grateful. Thank, yeah. Thanks for asking me that, yeah. man, because no, it didn't just happen. It mm. was, I had that resistance. Hell yeah, I had that resistance, man. Um, but yeah, just got to decide. Yeah. And it's going to make my life better. Own it. Spot on. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. How's it going to make my life better and own it? Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I think that's the same as like posting now. Again, freshly coming out of the trade life. Again, people, again, some people don't even know. People tell me they still think I'm a fucking tradie. Well, I'm always going to be a chippy because I've got that piece of paper that says I am. Right. But that's not me anymore. That's not, 
I'm still Jamie. I'm a great guy. I'm still do what I do. Yeah. But that's not my 4 a.m. wake up and, you know, I don't do that shit anymore. Yeah. But again, if you, if that's me. That's what I wanted and I owned it. And I said, cool, I don't want to do this no more. And, I'm, and I pulled the pin and I said, cool, I'm going to start businesses. And it took me that year, 18 to 24 months to, to break that mold and to get to where I wanted to get to. And here we are. It's hard to let go of the old identity, right? Totally. Totally. And a lot of, you know what, of, of recent time, I've been catching myself out a lot. And I, when people say, what do you do? I'm a trader. I'm getting that. So that was, you know, that was probably like a couple months ago now that I said that. But once a month, I might naturally just say, oh, I'm a trader. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not. I am, but I'm not anymore. That should be the second thing I say. <laughs> Used to be a trader. This is what I do now, though. I'm this, and I'm, you know, I came from this background. And I'm, mm-hmm. it's that it's that tag. It's that 11 years of being a trader. That's it's instilled in me. It's programmed. That's, that's a good example. Yeah. What do you do with yourself, mate? Oh, you know. It's, it's an easy answer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just I'm a trade. Yeah. You, you've been saying it for so long. It's such a habit. It's a reaction. It's just like, what do you do? I'm a trader. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't even think about that. That just comes out of my mouth. And now, again, that's reprogramming. I'm going to have to reprogram that for myself. Yeah. And that's my self-worth. That's my self-value. You know, if, if that d- dictates how I feel about myself. I'm just saying that I'll, I'm a trader. What, am I scared to say that I'm in business? Like, why am I saying that? But then I, as time goes on, like over the last couple of months, I don't say I'm a trader. Like I said, I think I said it, maybe I think I think it a week ago, and I called myself out. But before that, I had said it for ages. Yeah. And I called myself out. I was like, fuck, I just said I'm a trader. Yeah, but in the conversation, like I'm mean, having a conversation still, and like, in my head, I'm not even thinking about. It. I'm just like, I just said I'm a trader. First, I said I shouldn't be saying that. I'm still having this conversation, but I'm like talking to myself, coaching myself during this moment, you know. And yeah. I'm just like, caught it out. Uh, but again, it's like that label, like you said. It's like, do you? Again, I, I honestly believe it only comes down to owning it. If that's what you want, if you want to go get your CPA, if you want to go and become a master builder, if you want to go and get the biggest crane license you can get to drive any crane you want. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. If you want to leave your job, if you want to leave a relationship, Decide, if you want to get into it, yeah. Deciding, yes, but you've got to go and get the help. Like people, I, yeah, I, don't totally. want, I don't want people to listen to this and be like, all right, cool, I'm going to decide and then I'm just going to be able to go and do it. No, it's so yeah. hard. Yeah. Like whatever change you're trying to make, it's Agreed. so hard. Whether yeah. it's trying to go to the gym for the first time, whether it's quitting your tradie yeah. and, and going to start your own businesses, whether it's getting out of that relationship, it's so hard. So you need to, again, go and find the people. Go and find Agreed. Jamie Titino's yeah. that are going to help you yeah. get there. Yeah. Go and find someone who's done it yeah. and get them to coach you. Because we've both had mentors and coaches. And the accountability. And, yeah, correct. You're spot on. Spot on. And I think that's what it is. You get shown that fast-tracked version. It's like, why would I want to spend... Like how long have you... So you started training when you were 19? I uh, had 14 in the gym. Yeah. Okay, how old are you now? 25. Okay, cool. So you've been training for... 11 years yeah. right why would I want to spend 11 years to learn what you've learned when I can just go to you Alex now and say hey man what do I do yeah <laughs> like, I'm technically going to have to go back and I'm going to spend 11 years to get to where you're at now yeah to have your knowledge because I, 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 Alex I love your physique I love your mindset I love your your, your control of what I want to have what you have cool yeah. well give me 11 years of it <laughs> technically yeah in a way that's it no that's it man that's why and it's like that's, a that's why I love it and that's why I mentioned it again you're going to yeah. go find the people that are doing the things, yeah. got the knowledge that you need to acquire, are living the life that you want to live or have the answers that you need. Man. One Man. of my favorite quotes is Warren Buffett. He says you can, um, I got it on my wall in the, in the lounge room. It says you can, um, you can learn off your own mistakes, but it's better to learn off other people's mistakes. 
and yes, we're going to experience our own, but like, obviously that's life. You're going to have to go through your own, but that's the idea behind getting people in your corner, coaches, yeah. mentors, yeah. whatever you want to call them, because then they've made the mistake. You're going to go and reap the rewards of that. You don't have to face that now. Yeah, and you've done it as well, right? Like, yeah. you've, you've had tons of coaches. Like, we met because we had the same bodybuilding coach. Spot on. Right? Yeah. And now yeah. you, you've had heaps of business coaches since then. You probably had different PTs yeah. then, since then as well, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a co- It's not just an accident that you've got a mindset like you do. It's not just an accident that you're able to get out of the crane and start mm. all these businesses, right? Agreed. It's not an accident. Yeah. You didn't fall yeah, out of the crane luck. into it's a business. Not yeah, it wasn't luck. <laughs> yeah, totally. You, you, went and hired coaches invested mm. your time and your money yeah. and then actually did myself work. yeah definitely I think that's super important and you know what probably more now than ever is because again with social media it creates so much confusion it creates so much like you said like with young guys now like that, what is their role and it's amazing that, yeah. that that big push on female entrepreneurship and females getting into the workforce love that but then where does that put a male growing up like now they're losing that Identity, because if females are out, which is amazing, I'm all for it. Mm. If females are out there now, going out there and dominating and creating businesses and making money, and they're the sole provider, then what's a male? What's his role? You know, there's so much confusion. It's it's shifting. Times are changing. I think all of us, female, male, we're just consuming so much on a daily basis. We're constantly being bombarded with information. Um, It's yeah, it's it's very easy to be distracted from what really matters to us. Um, yeah. It is a bit of a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a challenging time, but I think that's, again, when it comes down to what's it going to do, it's going to make my life better. Yeah. And then owning it. Yeah. And then getting people out there to come out and like help you do that. Because again, people who have been through the, the trenches can help you like not have the same experience or have a better experience, like get to your result quicker. These guys that are coming to work with you are the Bulletproof Man, if they had to go on their own and watch YouTube videos, read books and do a class, do this, do that, by the time they got the result, the whole life's changing that result, that, that original goal they wanted probably doesn't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, it's yeah. super important to get out there with the right people. Uh, five years ago, did you envision where you are now? That, that's funny because I, I was doing some goal setting today and... Um, you know, went deep, deep goal sitting with a, with a coach of mine um, the week before and I've been doing a lot lately and it was, um, you know, it's talking about where you've come from and where you are now and it's funny, sometimes we don't sit back and realise, wow, you know, um, this is where I want it to be. Like, generally, you get what you ask for and for those that have sat down to put pen to paper and ask for the things that they really want end up being the ones that are like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you know, if you're just going through the motions and not really asking for anything, then you wonder why you've been living the same day, or you wonder why you're far away, or you wonder why you're not feeling so great. So, yeah, yeah. you know, five years ago, um, yeah, I was what, what is it, 2018. So I was oh, um, 2019, mate. 2019, yeah, Happy New Year, bro. I haven't seen you in 2019. We haven't. Happy New Year. This is our first crossing of the new year. Yeah, that's it, man. First of many. Um, yeah, I five years ago, I just wanted to be taking my personal training to the next level, doing it full-time, um, have my business to a point where I really believed it was a real business, not just a PT that was told to come into the gym when his clients <laughs> wanted him yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not scared of maybe having to go back to building and dust yeah. off the tools. And yeah. um, 
yeah, to, to five years later to be here now, it's um, it's super cool. Yeah. It's super cool. Nice. I've been doing that reflection because sometimes we're like, man, I want mm. more, I want more, I want more. But rather than just sit back and that question you asked five years ago, do you think you'd be here now? It's like, I hoped to be here now. And now that I am, it's 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 pretty cool. It's great. It's, it's pretty a great cool. feeling. Yeah. That was going to go on to my next question, which similar, you sort of touched on a little bit. Like, was there a moment when you said that, oh, shit, this is real? Like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a PT. I don't have to go back to trade. I think this is this is actually real. I had heaps of those moments, man. I, lo- I love the days that I'm living right now. Um, and I have a lot of a lot of those moments where I'm like, man, is this is this real? This is awesome. Um, the first time, yeah, probably just walking walking out of the um, the building. Like I remember the building where the big bosses of our building company used to be. Like we weren't on site with the actual boss. There was heaps of crews and stuff. Yeah. So walking out and then having signed my papers, knowing that I'd already had a client base to go to, I'm like, is this real? Like I've been dreaming of this stuff last, like every day on site, like whether I'm standing on a roof or hammering something down, it's like, man, one day I'm going to get to leave and go to just, like I'm going to get to wake up and just go to the gym. Not wake up, go to work, and then go to the gym afterwards. And I'm like, when it happened, I'm like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, dude, let's do it. Love um, it. Love it. Yeah. That's where like that one moment where even that, like, that's yeah, probably the one that stands out. That was the one that stands yeah. out, and then probably just Love one it. more is just when uh, when we did our first retreat and we had clients come from United Kingdom, we had clients come from interstate. And we held our first full one-day retreat where we brought all the guys together that had never met each other, had been you know, in a community online, had all been getting one-on-one coaching from me. We brought them all together and just had a full, uh, a full day and a half where we stayed with each other in an Airbnb yeah. and we bonded. We went out and drank beers. We went to the gym together. You know, we ran. We went to the beach. It was just um, that was like was like wow, is this? Like, is this even real? Mm-hmm. Like, I get to do this, man. This is so yeah. cool. This business I've built, I get to actually. This is so cool. Yeah, it's cool to actually. Yeah, I'm impacting and I'm helping them, but now we just put like together this awesome day and a half of. Even when I say that to you, I'm like, oh man, this guy's talking shit. You know, this builder dude from Churchill, like, he didn't do that. Like, it still seems surreal to me. Uh, I'm just grateful, very grateful. And I think that once you get, if you let that hold you back. Is that oh it just doesn't sound right? It can't be right that Jamie quits a trade and goes on and does business. It can't be right that Alex is a chippy that just plays footy and then all of a sudden goes and does a bodybuilding comp and then gets into bodybuilding powerlifting and then runs his own businesses on, online. Mm. It just doesn't sound right. So that probably holds a lot of people back as well. It, yeah. can't, it can't be a chip. It can't be that low. Nah, nah. There's, there's no way. It just doesn't fathom. Like, how can I fathom that? Yeah, like but it is possible. It's like, always fucking yeah, possible. Yeah, like, like we were just saying before. It's you know just it, it does take a little while to fully drop the old identity. Yeah. Yeah. To take off to regrow the new hat one. And yeah. Put on the yeah, new hat. Yeah, right? yeah. I'd put on, you know, do the hair. You know, I've actually got to do my hair now. It's like, <laughs> compared to like just wearing a hard hat and going on a train looking like a. You got to tell me about the hair, man. What was the uh, what was the inspiration to get a bit of a bit of blonde, a bit of color through? Honestly, once all the traveling and all the work finished from last year, um, I just said, you know what, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to be in the public eye for a little bit. I just do my own thing. Yeah. And I just said, fuck, I'm going to go blonde. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and has it, it ever been something you think about? Like, nah. it was honestly a very spirit of the moment thing. When I seen you do it, I'm like, dude, I didn't picture Jamie nah. to do that, man. Yeah, and again, I think that was just me like being a little bit like owning it, and like this is the new like because it's like a bit of change. Like, a That's bit of change. what I want because sometimes like when it's like a drastic hairstyle, I find people are trying to 
Um, and Anthony Kiedis talks about it a lot, the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He said when he was younger, he would go to school with like a wild hairdo because he was trying to be something else. He decided like, I want to be the edgy dude or I want to be this dude now. Um, now, I know you're very clear on who exactly of you course, want to be, yeah. but was it, was it something where it was like, it was a shift and you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to yeah, be a blonde. that's honestly what it was. I was just like, I can do it. Why not? I can always cut it off. Like, that was yeah. my thing. I'm like, I'll yeah. grab one. If it looks shit, I'll cut it off. Okay. Cool. That was my. I'm just like for me. Like, I didn't care. Like, yeah. Why not? Love it. You know, I'm just like change it up. Um, it's probably like the easiest display change that you can make on your body. Like, you can't change it, your physique over in an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so I thought, why not? This summer. Try some. It's growing out now. You know, so it's Try time to get a haircut. Try something different. Do you something. Gonna, you gonna keep it? No, no. I'll cut it out. I'll cut, cut it, it out. out. Yeah. I'll probably. I'll, I'll let it grow a little bit longer and I'll cut go it out. A new color. <laughs> go white. Very <laughs> pink. You're red. You got a nice bright red, nice Ferrari red. Um, love it. What makes you special though, Alex? Like, why you? Because how many PTs are there? Like, why? Even from like Trelgan yeah. to have to go from like the tradie playing footy and cricket and tennis and soccer yeah. to them being in bodybuilding and going through the entire process. There's probably other people in Trelgan and in that vicinity that may want wanted to have done it that never did it yeah. that may want to do it now but like why you like why do you get to be the trade and knock on the door and say I don't want to be the trade anymore because I don't want to be here I'm going to work like what is it special about you like what's I think it was because that I I didn't sweep my pain under the rug I looked it into the face which then allowed me to walk away from the pain I think we've all got pain in certain situations. Like you might look in the mirror and see your muffin top and be like, fuck this man. Like, no, I don't want to turn the lights off. I don't want to turn the lights on when I go to bed with my partner because I'm just embarrassed. And like, rather than thinking about that problem, that pain, it's too painful. Like it triggers us. Like even saying it, you're like, oh man, that's uncomfortable to deal with. I'm just going to sweep that under the rug and just keep living at this standard rather than wanting to raise our standard. I was like, I just stare it in the face and be like, I'm, I'm in pain right now, man. Like it pains me to have to go on site and, and work for a boss, which at the time wasn't paying me enough and was forcing us to do overtime. And I felt like I was being controlled. So rather than just kind of like ignoring that pain, I think I was able to stare it in the face and be like, this isn't good enough. I need to change. Like that allowed me to get away from pain and toward my version of pleasure, which was, how can I be the guy that mm, does it? Mm, or just, you know, looking at it and yeah. really assessing it rather than just be like, this is the way it is. Because like you said, there's a ton of PTs or maybe a ton of young guys that may, maybe want to do what I want to do or something similar to what, what I want to do. But I would say um, I'm not special. Just getting really clear on what about your current situation that you're unhappy with. It's not a comfortable thing to go through or think about or write about or have a conversation about but if you get really clear on what's uncomfortable about it and what's painful about it it then gives you the fuel to go and knock on the door and say yeah. I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. bye yeah yeah. and I think building a plan on the back of that as well like, okay cool of course yeah mapping it out and saying of yeah course. cool you know yeah, there's obviously yeah. a lot that goes into some, yeah but we just get used to it we get used Correct. to it it's easy to say you know what they're not paying me enough yeah. I need the money. But there's 10 other blokes at work. They're not getting paid enough either. Like, Correct. You know, and, you know, it's easy. You know what? I can't be fucked with the, the hassle. Yeah, I'll just yeah, stay. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're paying me enough. Yeah. But I'd still make just I'd still make more than if I went and did my little PT business. Correct. And all this kind of yeah. stuff. And if but, I and um, if I say something, then they might sack me. Yeah, that's you know, right. Then what happens? Yeah, I yeah. might not be able to finish. My Correct. I might not get the uh, I might not get like a, a job uh, rise like a pay rise in mark if you're in corporate yeah. or whatever industry you might be. In. Yeah. If you bring up something, it's like oh, well, I don't want to call. It, I don't want to you know shake the boat. I don't want to rock yeah. the boat. Just you know, it's easy. I'll just stay. Mm. My bills are getting paid. Life's okay. Yeah. This sucks. Like, this isn't probably where I want it to be. This is where I want it to be, but yeah, no, cool. we'll just leave it as is. Yeah. So I think the ability to what? Accept that, you know what, I'm, this is not where I want to be or that's yeah. not what I want. Yeah. This, whatever it, it might be. We, we have trouble admitting it and, and even still now that um, we're not exactly where we want to be yet, right? Um, but yeah, just looking at that situation and saying, like, okay, this might suck right now. Yeah, I'm overweight now. I'm, you know haven't found the girl of my dreams now, haven't, you know, whatever it is that you value, um, I'm just saying, what's it look like fixed? Hmm. So, yeah. What's the ultimate, like, what does it look like when you've, what does it look like fixed? When you've got it, like, when it's yeah. there, it's like, yeah. Hey, going to work. What does it look like fixed? Yeah. Hmm. I avoid mirrors because I hate what's looking back at me. What does it look like fixed? It's one of my favorite yeah. questions too. <laughs> It's fucking great. I like that. What does it look like fixed? What does it look like? I'm like Every time I complain, I ask myself that question. Yeah? Oh, I'm having a bad month financially. What does it look like fixed? Yeah? Oh, my, my relationship. I'm neglecting my social life and, you know, whatever it is. What does it look like fixed? I think that question there naturally gets you to go into the creative side of the mind compared to being logical because then you have to come up with something okay cool well, I'm having a financial having a tough month okay cool creatively how can we not have that problem next month so it means we're going to have to create something to because if you get into the logical side of it, you just dig yourself deeper I think yeah and you start overthinking it. but if you go on the creative side okay cool well what can I do solutions yeah yeah and you just start changing your whole direction and then again that, that whole mindset thing impacts your whole external life Mm. completely like if you start getting creative about a new solution on how to create more income who knows what other creative looks when your spirits start getting in that energy who knows what else might come up mm. you know compared to the sitting there saying no nah, had a bad month it's because everyone else is folded and that's just the way it is and I've got yeah. to accept it and that's yeah. just the life I can't make any more money that's just the pay rate that's what it is oh well this sucks I'll just watch TV now and then nothing happens and then next month it's the same thing again yeah. And then it's a repeat of every month. Every, for the last five years, it's been the same five years. Every, for the last, five, you know what I mean? Yeah. Twenty seventeen is a repeat of twenty sixteen. Twenty eighteen is a repeat of twenty seventeen. Is twenty nineteen a repeat of what twenty eighteen was? Let's hope not. No, sir. Just for people out there, you know, like that's this. This started twenty nineteen. Like now's the time to to make that change. You know. Let's go. Um, one last question: Was there something that someone said to you, or something you learned that really just stuck? You said you got those two questions that you ask yourself. Like, is there like a mantra? Is there a quote? Is there something that Alex would just... It's in your head. When you said the word quote, I mean, um, as much as I hate it sometimes, um, I try not to spend too much time on social media. That's my one of my resolutions, 2019. I hate it when people post all these quotes. There are some some good ones out there and I guess the one that stuck with me um, me and my buddy Ryan Paddle shout out to Ryan Paddle just a buddy of mine from school man um, we found this quote we would have been 14, 15 at the time and it's still just my favourite quote to this day 10 years later and it's uh, when writing the story of your own life don't let anyone else hold yeah. a pen 
Love that. So uh, that that is kind of my mantra, if you would say, because uh, I, I guess it really ties into everything that I'm trying to do, which is live a life in according to my values and do the shit that I like. Hey, Alex, you want to come to the party? Yeah, I do want to go. Or, nah, I want to do the things that I want to do. I don't want to feel like I have to go. Correct. All right? Yeah. But are you busy? No, I just want to do the things that I want to do. Oh, you snobbing us, man? Yeah, you too good for us? You know what I mean? Or sometimes I might go because I might. That's what maybe what I want to do. Yeah. I want to write the story. I want to hold the pen. Um, yeah, man, that's that's probably the one thing for me that I really love. I really love and I try and remind myself of that. Love that. I think that, again, that goes back onto the ability to say, yeah, cool, well, I don't want to be traded anymore. I'm in control. If I write, I write. I'm writing my autobiography right now. Even just having conversations, man, there's so many times where, like, <laughs> you know, oh, I was watching the UFC on the weekend, and you saw someone someone loves it, and they're like, yeah, I was watching this, you see this guy fight, that guy fight, and you're, you're sitting there, and you hate UFC, and you're like, yeah, man, tell me about it. It's like, you don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> Stop yeah. conforming to that. Correct. You know, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm not saying don't be a nice person, like, but just be authentic, yeah. be yourself. Yeah. Just because... Just be like, you know what I mean? I, don't, I just have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I don't watch UFC. I don't follow it at all. So, yeah. Cool. Just because you like AFL doesn't mean I have to pretend to like Correct. AFL. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's the same. You know what? I think the best way to explain that to have make people understand is that if you tell me that you barry for Geelong and I tell you that I barry for Richmond, it doesn't mean that... If, just because you say you barry for Geelong, it doesn't mean I jump the fence and be like, yeah, cool. I'm a Geelong yeah. fan. You have to be buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will fight you, but no, Richmond is the best team. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Why it's do we? Such an Aussie thing to do, but it's actually a really good. It's example an analogy, like to say. Why don't we actually stand? We stand up for our teams. Yeah. Why don't you stand up for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's cool. I, I always think about that. Like when I, you, you listen to radio and you listen to music and listen to podcasts, people are talking. You see, again, have conversation with people, mm. and it's like we naturally just like jump on. Oh, Alex said he loves the color red. I love that's red too. That's my favorite color too. Yeah. It's always been red. Alex love pizza, man. I'm a massive pizza. Let's fan. go get some pizza. Let's go get pizza. Man. Like, on the when you're drunk, you're like, I fucking hate pizza, but I'm gonna have to suck it up because Alex likes it. I'll be mates with Alex. Mm-hmm. You know, what? I think Alex would love it more if you said, you know what, man, I actually hate pizza. I love it way more when people do that. Yeah, I you, hate should, it. you should have to start honestly. You should have I hate start it when honesty. people conform like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I think I hate it because I used to do it. Mm-hmm. Me too. And we're afraid yeah. of seeing yeah. seeing that yeah. in other people because we're afraid of seeing it in ourselves. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah man you gotta hold the pen yeah don't hand that over yeah don't hand over your pen for someone else to write Correct. start writing the story yeah. keep definitely don't, definitely don't photocopy someone else's either <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't photocopy someone else's either do you mm. yeah write yours write your own don't uh don't scribe over someone else's Absolutely. but again Alex this was awesome as always as expected My pleasure, I knew it was gonna be a, a great one cool. that's why I was pumped to get you on I'll put a bit of time and effort into getting a bit of a flow because I wanted to make sure you got the right questions yeah, you're, you're a very sure. very very smart individual uh, for someone your age and I've always said that I remember from the first time we met like I'm like this guy's different like very different uh, in a good way um, and I think that's probably why we've maintained the friendship even long after bodybuilding uh, and that was yeah five whatever years ago it was you know um, so I'm grateful honestly thanks for coming on uh, I know there's some, there was some golden nuggets like, even I was taking notes as you can see, the listeners yeah. can't definitely not see because this microphone is not a video camera. Yeah. <laughs> it picks up sound. Um, but again, thank you so much. What, what social media are you on? You on all of them? Like, what, what, no, my, my pleasure, man. I mean, first of all, thank you for um, 
for having me, dude. And, uh, you know, to hear that stuff come out of your mouth means a lot. You know, sometimes it's just words, but when it comes from you, that, that means a lot Appreciate to me. So, yeah. uh, social media, uh, my name's Alex Tatterson, T for Tong. Uh, T A W T E R S O N, not Patterson. Tatterson. <laughs> I'll put it in. I'll put I have it that in problem there, every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, you guys will find me on yeah. Instagram, on Facebook. Um, yeah, the Bulletproof Man Project, Alex Tatterson. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm not going to plug too much, if you guys want to find me, you you will find yeah, out how to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely love that. And I, and one thing to finish, and again, I will say is that I actively watch your content because I find it valuable. Appreciate it, man. Yes, you're my friend, okay? But then there's that almost goes out the window when I watch. It's like, I'm going to learn something right now. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, glad. We are friends. Like, and, defi- and if there's stuff that I post that doesn't resonate, turn it off, man. Don't watch it. Go, go and find some stuff that does resonate. Slide across and go to the next one. Exactly right. Hey, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. That's good. But so that's what I'm saying. Like, so that makes people keep d- definitely follow because then it's not just about, cool, this is Alex. It's actually about like, you want to learn about mm. mindset shit and like get yourself right. Yeah. It's not just, he's not just a PT guy who just like posts him doing max reps, yeah. you know, there's content, there's value there, which is again, why I wanted to get on because you're not the usual PT. You're not the guy who, yeah, comes in whenever there's a client. Oh, you got a client at 10 a.m., make sure you're here and you don't have one for the rest of the day. No, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why I wanted to get you in um, and you come from that different space. So again, guys, I'll put um, Alex's social media tags in the show notes. You will definitely be able to find him. You're definitely going to want to do that. I would recommend it personally do it and I personally recommend that you do it too um, so again I hope you enjoyed that session Alex it was a pleasure thank you very much man, man. thanks um, for having me guys thank you enjoy guys enjoy the rest of your day morning evening afternoon brunch whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this show around the world take care and look forward to seeing you on the next episode